Welcome back, ladies, to the international podcast, You Need to Hear This, Sis. Uh, this is with your co-host, I am Terry Davis, and we have our very own Fly Girl TW. Hey, Fly Girl, how hey. you doing? Real good. How about you? Doing well, doing well. I'm feeling well. free All right. Fresh. All right. I'm feeling uh, good, too, this, girl. Uh, <laughs> Monday after the holidays. So what's up, ladies? Looking forward to our discussion for the day. Exactly. And you know what, ladies? We left off um, talking about, you know, staying focused on our mission for this year, but we talked about self-identity crisis and emotional incarceration. You know, we're holding ourselves accountable to making this change to being our most authentic self. And so, Fly Girl mentioned, you know, uh, I think enough talk has been done about identifying the crisis. We know what the self-identity crisis is. We know uh, the emotional incarceration. So we want to drop those crises and incarceration and change it to self-identity certainty and emotional intelligence. That's from our very own Fly Girl. So we are really excited about learning these new attributes to live in our most authentic self. But um, we want to give a shout out again to those countries who are listening. And we thank you, sister friends uh, from the United States, Kenya, Poland, United Kingdom, Morocco, Germany, Canada, and South Africa. So we thank you for that. Why, girl, you want to get us into our Yeah, I am. Yeah, so, so as you mentioned, last show, we talked about quite a few things and we we touched on uh, self-discovery and so the only way to get to self-identity is to discover those things about you and so that takes some work to do Uh, and once you're discovering those things about you I think we ended the the last show with there might be some things you aren't too pleased about Mm -hmm. that when you look in the mirror you want to change um, about Mm. yourself but it takes bravery you know it takes a certain confidence to take a look in the mirror this is whether it's self-love saturday or taco tuesday doesn't matter exactly. <laughs> but whether you're willing to say all right i love these things about myself and those things are true to me but i don't like a b or c so i need to fix that well that's that's the discovery phase so that's the what now we're going to talk about the how and how do you do that how do we um discover who we are well we have to face the pretty which is easy right mm-hmm. but then we have to face the destructive exactly. so so this episode we're going to talk about self-destruction and the way um that that comes about in our lives and, and, and ladies you may find out you need to hear this is that quite often it's self who's exactly. destructing self exactly. but it's so easy to blame other folks so so, Terry, let's go ahead and get started. What do you want to share about self-destruction? Well, uh, there's so much because you, you hit it right on the head. You know, many times we're we're on this journey, right? We all, ladies, we took this stance together at the beginning of our show and said that we're going to walk alongside you and wherever we are, we're going to live our most authentic self to make just this globe a better place to be, right? Well, uh, a lot of times in doing so, uh, we have to get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, like we talked many times before, we gotta put our big girl panties on. And in doing so, this self-awareness on this self-identity journey to self-certainty is gonna take us, like you said, that road of self-discovery. 
And we got to be honest with yourself, ladies. Please be honest with yourself. Um, and be truthful about some of the things that you come to know about yourself. Uh, it's easy for us to point the fingers, but what it brings to me, fly girl, is that it's time to put our big girl panties on and look in the mirror and call a spade a spade. So a lot of times it's self-destruction is because we failed to address the woman in the mirror right. or the elephant in the corner. And so now it's time to dispel some of those myths that we like to so dreamily think about and get down to the root of the matter. No, it's you. No, it's you. Uh, sometimes, you know, in, in, the, in the church they have this song, it's not my brother, it's not my mother, it's not my father, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. Well, let's get it down to, hey, it's not my cousin, it's not my girlfriends, it's not my sister, it's not my mama. You know, it's time for us to quit using those childhood traumas. Because, of course, there's a lot of data out there, a lot of, and, and ladies, please remember that Fly Girl and myself, we are not clinicians. We don't claim to be clinicians. But one thing we are, we are author of Living Life. And uh, in doing so, uh, we just want to share different tactics that we learn along the way. And some of these come from professional um, yeah. authorities, and then we do a lot of research. And uh, we just don't make this stuff up. So uh, it's out there, and when you take charge of your life, you go out and find what you need to eat gotta eat so um that's what this self-destruction is letting me know it's time to put my put my big girl panties on and look at the things that i so easily blame on others okay let's be honest do you do those things well yeah i always say the common denominator is you and when me. i say you ladies often i mean me mm -hmm. so when you if you're someone who has had failed relationships one after the other after the mm -hmm. other after mm -hmm. the other if you're job hopping from this one to that one uh, the other mm -hmm. common denominator is not the man or the woman or the place of employment the common denominator is you mm -hmm. and that is the hardest truth to come by because then it is about looking at self in the mirror it is not um Susie at work mm -hmm. you know because Susie turns into Peter, Peter turns into John at a different company, and so on and so forth. But the end, of, at the end of the day, it's you. And at the end of the day of your failed relationships, it's you because that partner changes their face, their body shape, you know where you've met them changes, all of that. But what remains is you. And so that is not to say that they don't have their own faults and their own destructive behaviors. What it says is, so do you. And that's why we're wanting you to focus on self. This sense of self series is all about you figuring out you so you can live most authentically for the remainder of your years on this earth. Mm -hmm. The only way that you're going to be able to achieve that is to face the demons in the mirror that are destructive to you. And guess what? Um, it's interesting how self-destruction works because you are the catalyst but there's so many people who are the victims of your own self-destructive behavior. Um, Terry, when you think about it, just think about like in the world and, and the things that we go through, 
what kind of self-destructive behavior activities can you think of? I can think of alcohol, drugs. Well, yeah, what else? yeah. Those those Sex. start off. Those right? start off at, at the the some of the most self-destructive is you know drugs and alcohol. You know because one it destroys destroys you physically, but then you get behind the wheel of a car, you destroy a whole another family, um, and so it has that residual destruction effect going on. But then it also, uh, there's that that sneaky type of covert self-destruction that we use as, you know, since society say humility. Well, humility is fine except for when you're using uh, self-pity, you know, yes. self-pity and humility. There's a fine line of being humble and another fine line of wanting people to feel sorry for you. And, you know, that's self-destructive because, one, you set yourself up to fail. Um, many times it starts back, like I said before, with our childhood. You know, it's, um, it's unfortunate, but there are a lot of parents that drill in negative, uh, aff- affirmative um, sayings to their children. You're so stupid. Or, you're so dumb. Or you're so fat. Or you're so skinny. And we as kids we think that and so we live and develop ways that are self-destructive because we want to combat what we were told so we're not living to say that we're fat and we're living to say that we're skinny we're we're going to do everything to show that one we're not fat so i'm gonna do everything i may even become bulimic which is self-destructive but it all boils back down to uh i'm uh, Susie, who came and visited that one summer when I was 10 years old, going through the most crucial time in my life. And she said, look at you, little fat, little roly-poly thing. Well, I didn't say nothing to her, but they crushed me. Yeah. And so from that point on, I stopped eating. Yeah. I, I was hoping nobody noticed. I started throwing up and binge, you know, eating and binge throwing up and everything. Self-destructive. But then, you know, ladies, that's where that road of self-discovery, you know, as you're on this road of self-discovery, um, don't pull away from those visions that you start to see about yourself. It may be a little ugly, but I promise you beyond that, once the fog is away from the mirror, you're going to see the most beautiful you come forward as you meet those demons like Fly Girl told us. You know, face them and uh, let's alleviate them instead of just tiptoeing around them. And they have a way of rearing their heads in our life at the most unexpected ways and unexpected times. And we don't have control of them because we let them run amok ever since we were kids. And then there's so, shame associated shame. with it. Shame. Um, oh, absolutely. And I, I, I want to share some um, activities or behaviors of self-destruction. Mm-hmm. And, and some of these might be surprising, but you still need to hear this. Mm-hmm. So um, 15 behaviors we don't always recognize as self-harm or mm-hmm. self-destruction. Overspending. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, isolating yourself. Casual sex. Mm-hmm. Putting everyone else's needs before your own. Mm-hmm. That is self-destructive behavior. Oh, by the way, that's not martyrdom. Martyrdom can actually be self-destructive, too. But it's not, you know, I, I don't like songs that talk about... Uh, I'm your superwoman. I know I'm more like the one that I'm not your superwoman, okay? Because, because that's what we do is we put that false or we allow people to put that false narrative in our head. And for me, when I hear superwoman, that tells me I can't be emotional. I can't stop and, and think about 
the things that I want to do for myself because I need to appear to be the superwoman. I can't have a bad day at work. I can't cook a bad meal. I can't keep a dirty house. I can't sleep in the bed all day on a Saturday just because I want to because someone else has said, has defined what that looks like for me and that is lazy or dirty or whatever it is. So I'm living my life trying to a piece of people who don't even live at my address. You know, so no. So so putting everyone else's needs before your own, eating too much or too little, like you mentioned, allowing toxic people into your life. Let me um, give a caveat to this. That includes uh, blood relatives, okay? Allow, uh, putting yourself in risky situations, um, walking home from a club by yourself, going to the club by yourself, uh, leaving your drink. You ever... You, you ever uh, Either the hear that from your mom or whatever says, yeah. look, cause my mom always told me, and I, you know, as a teenager or a kid, you think, I don't know, whatever. But don't leave your drink. That's risky. That's, right. That's known risky behavior. So destructive behavior includes the things that you unintentionally do and the things you do too. But you know good and darn well, if you're having a great time at a club or you have to go to the bathroom, even at a, at a restaurant or a party and you're with someone, you're not that close or familiar you with leave, you right. don't leave that drink or leave it and don't drink it again right um watching things to make you feel worse on purpose maybe uh, you know there's so many young women and girls so hopefully if you're if you're listening young women uh there is nothing wrong with cosmo magazine okay but just understand that those people typically on the front of those magazines and glamour and all those other ones that are out there that's an unrealistic uh, version of self. That's what they their self looks like. But you don't live inside their heads to know what kind of destructive behavior they're exhibiting to right. look and feel like exactly. that. Exactly. So, so don't be fooled by the magazine covers. But those are just some of the things um, that we do to self-harm or self-destruct uh, when we're trying to live up to someone else's expectations of self. So ladies, I challenge you, I challenge you to write down, and we all fall victim to this. We all do. So I challenge you wherever you are, if you're in Morocco, I challenge you to sit down and evaluate yourself very seriously. See if there's any any inkling of yeast of hatred, any inkling of yeast of of self-contrition, any 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 little bit of jealousy or anything that actually destroys you from being the most authentic happiest peaceful self that you can be so i challenge you this week to look through the recesses of your mind your heart your spirit your soul and look at those things that you stand in judgment of other people and just for a moment judge yourself and and see if you come up wanting you know and if you do Forgive yourself and move forward, but be cognizant that, that you're prone to do these self-destructive behaviors. What if it's lying? You know, some of you ladies, you like to lie a lot, and you do well, it so the much. Victim, the victim yeah. mentality is very yeah, comfortable place and, and to you be. like to plant that thought. You know, you like to you, you're a control freak, and you want to plant the thought in someone's head so you tell little lies here and you justify it as if it's okay but I'm here to tell you that it's not okay I challenge you to tell the truth tell the truth to yourself 
Tell the truth to the ones. Yeah, I challenge you to start by saying exactly how you feel and let the chips fall where they may. A lot of times our preconceived notion of what we think others will think of us is not even how it's going to be. You know, a, a lot of times you live, you live in these fake lives. You yeah. know, many of you, you went to that store and bought that bikini because that's what you think others are supposed to do. Like Tanya said, Cosmo, that's what they showed you. But you don't even feel good in it. You know, you actually do like the one the piece one suit. Piece. And that's okay. You actually do like being quiet and by yourself. And that's okay. So then stop going to the club so much when you really don't want to. Stop going out the way buying these clothes when it's just a hassle for you. You know, I have, some, I have a question. I want to ask you something. Hang with me here because mm-hmm. I don't know if this is going to make sense, but you know my brain works in a crazy way. So, do you are you a gardener? A little bit. I did with that. Yeah. So, we talked about planting. So, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about fertilizing. Mm-hmm. What we tend to do is we fertilize destructive oh, yes. behaviors, we oh, fertilize yeah. weeds. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so we're yeah. doing all we can do to help those weeds continue to grow. Now, the weeds going to be there. It's kind of like snakes in the grass. Weeds are going to come. Like, every single season, you're going to see weeds, right? Um, so we spend so much time on focusing on fertilizing weeds and poor behavior, even though we know that fertilizer is there for growth. Why are we focusing so much on growing weeds instead of beautiful tulips that that come out seasonal uh, roses all these beautiful colorful um, flowers diverse flowers unique flowers that we should be fertilizing and giving a little bit of sun plant them in the right place give them enough water give them enough fertilizer why aren't we doing that and, and i've said to you that's because look being the victim and being in that poor pitiful me phase is very comfortable it also tends to be rewarding and i remember back in the day when i used to listen to dr phil he always said this phrase so how's that working for you and and so he would catch people off guard because they wouldn't know what to say well i don't know it's not like well yes it is because you keep doing it so it's it's not the answer that he was looking for was the truth the truth is it is working for you because now you're here on the Dr. Phil show talking about Susie and Karen and stuff don't understand me because it's working it's got you here but now what are you willing to do to become more authentic to become less uh, destructive to become more enlightened to become more engaged to become more empowered let's start fertilizing those activities and those traits to continue to grow to something healthy and beautiful even if people aren't going to appreciate it at right, the end. Right, right. Some people don't like um, hydrangeas. I, I think they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Now, would I buy any? Maybe, maybe not. They come out around fall. Some people like roses. Some people don't. Some people like flowers. Some people don't. It's okay, but each and every one of us are unique in our own way. I just want to make sure, ladies, that we remind you, don't stay in that um, self-pity place or that victim place or that martyr place because I can tell you even woman to woman it's unattractive and I've been that person I've been that woman who was so easy to just stay there and blame everyone else I think in the first show we talked about something I'm I'm an incest and rape survivor there's a lot you know I survived a traumatic childhood and for many years 
I hung out in that neighborhood because it, it was, was easy. easy. It was, it was easy, easier right. than taking a look in that mirror and saying, "Ooh, you do get a lot of all oh, bless your you hearts, all." Oh, and that 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 does something for that little quote unquote it, men it, it don't does. always have it, but our ego, you know. Right. But then, but then what happens is. I had to put my big girl panties on. Mm-hmm. And, and that was one of the hardest things I had to do. And I continue to put my big girl panties on because it's not a one and done. Like, I'll be 54 this year. It's not something that you, a journey to authenticity that you start and then it ends on December 31st. It's something that continues. And hopefully, if Lord willing, we can get up each and every day. It's something that we should actively focus on. Even if it's just a small growth spurt. You know, you wake, you put your kids to bed one night, and then three nights later, you're like, how did they grow up? What happened to your feet over the summer? They're automatically growing. You know why? Because we talked about it in the car. Kids are the purest souls. They're going to be honest. They're going to tell you whether they like your hair, <laughs> your dress, whether you're getting fat. <laughs> they're going to say all of that. And often, because I think hate is taught, often they're they're not they're just speaking. They're not meaning it mean in a in a harmful way. Um, but but they are so honest. But also what it is is they grow automatically. Um, our grandkids grow. I know I, I can still remember Harper when she was crawling. Now she is making full sentences, you know, three and a half. And what a beautiful sight to see. And if we could only, ladies, go back there to that stage you know, and, and just say, I'm just going to get up and play today. <laughs> or I'm going to get up and do something fun. I'm going to get up and laugh. But it's, I think we don't do that enough. We don't play because we're too busy taking care of everything and everyone else. We got dishes to wash. We got, you know, cars to clean out got appointments to make we, we don't take any time to focus on self so this week this period for you however that lasts whether it's one week two weeks two months two years do less self-destructive activities mm-hmm. continue to use that fertilizer but use it for good uh, plant those tulip bulbs plant all the things that are going to be fruitful in just a few months plant a tree and watch yeah. it in three four five years yes. you're going to see that grow actually that's a really um good thing to do maybe with by yourself or with your family is plant that tree you know people who are moving into new homes you don't always have trees and stuff but you plant them and then you get up 10 15 years later it's like that is so beautiful why don't we put that much effort into ourselves why do you right i don't know i don't know because again it goes back to doing what's easy you know, and uh, we, we've been using the analogy of planting, planting, planting. And a lot of times we got to realize that when we plant a seed, it dies first before it grows. So same way with us on this journey. Unless you uh, address those hard areas that, you know, those side white pills and you swallow wisdom. I'm not talking about your sister friends. That's not what this subject is about. And I'm not talking about your mother. I'm not talking about her. I'm not talking about your cousins. I'm not talking about your co-workers or your best girlfriend. I'm talking about you. You being accountable for you growing. Nobody else. Uh, I think we were talking earlier. Um, I had some ailments going on. I got a new doctor and I told my doctor I wanted to take charge of my, I'm taking charge of my physical health this year. And after we started talking after the last show, you know, it hit me. 
you know, a lot of times, lady, here we go. We take in charge of our physical health, but then I want to hold my husband accountable for my emotional health. Or I want to hold my sisters accountable for my spiritual health. Or my pastor accountable for my spiritual health. And it's not their responsibility. Just like it's not my doctor's responsibility for my physical health. He can prescribe all day. And if I don't take the prescription or if I don't make those life changes to exercise more, don't eat so much carb, then I'm going to deal with the repercussion. Who am I to say that I'm changing the way cycle of life works? I can eat all the carbs I want and don't have to deal with high cholesterol. No. <laughs> I know that when I make these choices, this is what I'm doing. So ladies, stop being blinded, thinking that them little crazy choices that you make and you're going to get something different out of it. And the reason why they work is because you know, you need to make some changes. So there's some things you've been trying for years, 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 and they ain't never working, ain't going to work until you realize, you know what? It's me. I'm going to change how I do this, and I'm going to write a different narrative. I know I said that when I was younger, I was treated like this. So that's the reason why I act the way I do. And so if you're going to be with me, you just got to set me who I am. Well, you know what? That is such the shallowest thing I could ever hear. And I am so glad that you all are with me on this journey for us to not allow that to be a cop out for us being a better us. So uh, hold yourself accountable. If you've got those minds going in a different direction, stop it. Right. Stop it. Just stop it. Just like your parents. Just stop it. You thinking all those bad thoughts about yourself, stop it. That's self-destructive behavior. You done joined in on the group chat and then the uh, Facebook thing and you talking about this one person and y'all all are just having a ball at their expense. Stop it because you don't look cute. A lot of times that looks like, you know, what they're popular and they're doing doesn't mean it's cute. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's self-satisfying. Why do you think a lot of people who got money and, and fame and fortune still wind up killing themselves, doing the ultimate self-destruction of taking your own life? You know, uh, why do you think that is that people have a lot of natural stuff and still do self-destructive behaviors? Right. It's because we all fall victim to the woe is me. What happened to you during childhood? Okay, you're out of childhood, build a bridge and get over Because now we got other children coming up. Right. Now that we know that that's where all of this lies, we got an obligation to help these kids. Mm -hmm. Who's going to help the kids coming up? Are they just going to keep on doing the same vicious cycle? Mm -hmm. You know, so... Ladies, if you heard something that is beneficial to you, then share it. And don't forget to check us out at our website, noregulargirl.org. We are still just committed to walking alongside you to uh, empower you, educate you, and engage into what it takes for us to all be as diverse as we can, but live our most authentic life. And uh, Fly Girl, send us out. What are we gonna do? What yeah. we gonna, how are we gonna ride this show out? It, it was really a deep, inspiring show. So yeah, thank you. I just um, I just want to say, ladies, if there's when you start the work, uh, sometimes work. you don't know the next the next direction to go. So what I recommend is to ask yourself some things. Uh, when's the last time I exhibited self-destructive behavior? Because now you know what it means, right? And if you don't, just Google it. It's cool. Um, but but um, when's the last time you exhibited self-destructive behavior and how you felt uh, when you recognized it? 
uh, when's the last time you um, exhibited behavior that made you feel good and warm and um, empowered? When's the last time you, you, you recognized that? Mm. Uh, do more of that. Recognize. And do less of the self-destructive behavior. Quite often that behavior is um, as a result of what's, uh, the direction someone else is pushing us. With good, with good, They know good and darn well what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's about you knowing right. um, whether you should follow suits or not. So ask yourself some really important questions. I would start with those two. And then, um, as always, if you want to see a a message, you can do, do so on anchor.fm. Or, of course, you can email us at you need to hear this sis at gmail.com. Um, on behalf of Terry and myself, we appreciate you joining us and listening and sharing in our journey to complete authenticity or a more living more of an authentic life. And we will talk to you back here next time. Peace and love.